Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is the top of the hour. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of the beautiful, thriving, growing downtown Milwaukee Truth Nation. Hope y'all are making it, not just having, but making it a great week. Before we went to break, we were talking about the Met Gala, who understood the assignment, who did not, as well as the on-again, off-again couple, (laughs) Diddy and Young Miami. Wesley on the Truth Talking text line says, good morning, DT. I believe when you're in. You're going to read this? I shouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> wait till okay. Uh, okay no go ahead and read it and then uh, no, you're gonna no, be like no, wait a minute right. no 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 keep it's not right. like bad it's not bad but i'm just like read it and then like you'll you'll see what i'm saying go ahead and read it I, okay <laughs> now i'm like <laughs> no no no. I read it? Okay. no go ahead good go morning miss dt i believe when you're in mr combs status like myself I'm being satisfied by my wife so much that when she goes out for date nights with her friends and is using her flirtiness to get hookups, that will be. Yeah. Okay. That's why. Um, yeah. As soon as you right. said, like, uh, when you're in the same status as Mr. Combs, exactly, I was like, what are you too talking early. about, Wesley? Like, too early. Yeah. Yeah. Too early for that. Wesley man. is too early. Yeah. We, that's, yeah. That's the quiet storm show, which we don't have quite yet here on The Truth. <laughs> But that's where a DJ is in the studio with candles, yeah. some crown what's royal. Your what's, what's your song? Who what's you dedicating your, this your, to? Yeah, what do you think about Man, she broke my heart, man. She was tripping, man. I, I did her wrong. Nah, Wesley, so you want to play, like, I want to back. Your, man, Wesley, he's like, tell your friends to get with my friends and we can be friends and we can do this every weekend, all right? That's what it is sounds right like. Yeah, that's what I was just like. I started reading yeah, and I'm like, is, all right, come on, man. So, Wesley, just so you know. It is 8.03 in the morning, okay? The, the nighttime is the right time for what you're talking about, not on this segment. But or thank you for listening. Or, or dreaming time. And, uh... <laughs> hey, Vitelli, why, why'd you say, you going to read this? And I'm like, well, I don't see any. Because, you know, like, when we, okay, so Truth Nation, you know I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Truth be told, when we receive text messages, to a degree, we screen it. We have this, what we call, proofreading skill set to where we just yeah. look for certain words or phrases. I didn't see that, so Telly, thank you. Because, again, see, this is why you're the professional journalist, <laughs> and I'm the talent, the, the entertainer. <laughs> I was looking, I was you, like, wait a minute, your, hold on, man. Your, your proofreading skills are off the meter. <laughs> Thank you, brother Telly. You keep because you was like you gonna read this, and I'm like, uh, I don't see any bad uh, yeah, words. Yeah, sometimes you, yeah, you gotta do. Thanks, that, Wesley. Yeah, and nobody came to see you, Otis. Because as soon as exactly these people coming in here set me up for trouble. Anybody soon- come to see you, Otis? <laughs> Hey, as soon as you start reading it, they'd be like, hold on, what the fuck? Did you, did you see how I was like, I read it with such like, you know, I was like, good morning, Miss DT. I believe the dirt. Whoa, hey, wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> this is the truth be t- 
told, but you ain't got to tell all the truth. <laughs> Hit that Nate There's, dog on you. Hold up. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Not the Nate dog. Hold, hey. hold up. <laughs> hold up. You know what? We should start having that on cue. We should be like, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> hey. Yeah, Wesley. You take – Take a breath next time you hit the send button, okay? Yeah, Just ask yourself, yeah, yeah. Like, do I want to get Denise fired? <laughs> <laughs> Just just ask yourself, Truth Nation, before you hit the send button. Now, speaking of saying things that you ain't had no business saying, Mm-mm. I mean, Truth Nation, I really, Telly and I, we really, really want to hear how you feel about this. And just so you know, I'm not making this up. We've got the audio We've got the audio for you so you can hear it straight from the source's mouth. 11-time champion coach Phil Jackson said in a recent interview that we're going to play an excerpt from that he no longer watches NBA basketball. Some of you are probably thinking, what's wrong with that, Denise? I'm so glad you asked. There's nothing wrong with Phil Jackson no longer watching NBA basketball. But this is where the problem comes into play. This is where the supremacy is just totally demonstrated through this narrative. He no longer watches NBA basketball, saying that the league was trying to appeal to a, quote, certain audience with social justice efforts. He said this during a recent appearance on the Tetragrammaton with Rick Rubin podcast earlier this month. And during this interview, Phil Jackson told the host Rick Rubin, that he had not watched NBA basketball since the 2020 pandemic and the league played in a COVID bubble in Orlando, Florida. He said that having phrases, and again, y'all gonna hear this straight from him. I'm not making this up. Phil Jackson said that having phrases like justice and equal opportunity on the back of players' jerseys instead of their last names was a sign of catering. They had things, and this is, you know what? Let me just quit talking so y'all can hear it straight from the, the, the horse's mouth. I mean, excuse me, <laughs> the source's <laughs> mouth. And Telly, you know I'm going to be looking for your expertise when we finish listening to this complete, yeah. if, if, if I am so privileged and I am so better than you was a person, just listen. Here we go. Phil Jackson. And this audio. Do you, do you uh, still watch a lot of basketball or no? I don't. Tell me about that. When and did you stop immediately from the time you stopped coaching? No, I didn't. I watched some of the game evolve and decided, and they went into the lockout year and they did something that was kind of wanky. They did a bubble down in Orlando Mm -hmm. and all the teams that could qualify Mm -hmm. went down there and Mm -hmm. stayed down there. Mm -hmm. No audience. And they had things on their back like, you know, justice. And uh, yeah, I made a little funny thing like, uh, you know, justice just went to the basket and uh, equal opportunity just knocked him down. And uh, somebody, uh, I had another name for a guy who has jersey in the back of a jersey, he had some other slogan. So my grandkids thought that was pretty funny to, to, to play up those names. So I, I, I couldn't watch that. And then Lakers won, actually. They they won, won that year. And, uh, do you feel it, like it just made little of the game, like it made it like a sideshow? What do you think it was that turned you off? Well, it was, it was uh, they even had slogans on the floor, on the baseline. It was catering. 
it was trying to cater to an audience or trying to bring a certain audience into play. And it, they didn't know it was turning other people off, you know? Mm-hmm. People, people want to see sports as non-political. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had, we've had a lot of different type of uh, players that have gone on to be like, you know, Bill Bradley was a senator, number of baseball players have been representatives and senators and political but their politics stay out of the game. Yeah, it's separate. Not, the, it's the separate. need to be there. <sighs> Lot to unpack there. Phil Jackson. So, do you, Telly, now you know how we do this. Mm-hmm. Do you want Denisha to go first? And then you, because this is going to be Denisha editorial right here. I'm so sick, so sick of certain individuals and, and I'm not Phil Jackson, so I'm just going to keep it 100%. I am sick and tired of certain white men, executives that make literally millions of dollars off of black men. You can Google image Phil Jackson right now. And if there's a picture of him with another human being, it is a black man. I'm not I'm not making this up, Telly. You can Google image Phil Jackson right now. And if it's a picture of him with another human being, it is a black man. Now, this is the reason why I don't have a problem. Let me be clear. I don't have a problem with, with people who say I don't like black people or I don't like members of the LGBTQIA plus community or I don't like obese people. I don't like old people. You have every right to feel the way that you feel. And it is not my responsibility nor is it my problem to try to convince you on something that you're committed to believing. I do have a problem, though, when you trivialize and, and, you know, make a mockery. So I'm supposed to go to work every day as a professional athlete, as a black man in this country. And I'm saying I'm saying this on the behalf of the brothers that play in the NBA. And I'm supposed to knowing that I'm seeing images of people that look just like me being brutalized because see, here's the thing in this country, aside from Dr. King during the, the civil rights movement, the only people that could were allowed to be regarded as leaders and sit in the rooms of presidents and et cetera, were either athletes or entertainers. You don't believe me? Google white house visits in the eighties and nineties of black people. It's going to be Michael Jackson. It's going to be anybody who played a sport and then won the world championship. Those were the voices that we had, whether you would believe it or not. And so they know they have an obligation. But for Phil Jackson to say that out loud after you have made, there's a Sports Illustrated cover where Phil Jackson has his arm wrapped around Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan looking like a, I almost said it, but I'm not going to say it. You know what I was going to say. Well, well, let me let me go Looking ahead and like cut you owned, off before say, you yeah, say look, something like that. Well, let me just say this. Looking okay. like he owned them. Okay. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. And for you to sit there and act as though you have not benefited. You know, and, and then I'll say this and I'll be quiet, Telly. A lot of leaders, when speaking against social injustice, civil rights, will reference we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. 
which was one of the first sentences in the Declaration of Independence written July 4th, 1776. Let me just remind us, Truth Nation, that when that document, which is not a legal document, but when it was authored, no isms existed. Race did not play a factor because as far as they were concerned, the we created equal were white men. They did not, there was no, black people at that point were slaves and were considered subhuman or two-thirds human. Yeah. So I just want to be clear, like, when you hear comments like Phil Jackson, that come from Phil Jackson, he is reminding you that this country was founded by a certain demographic, a certain gender, and there are a lot of people that look like those founding fathers that still believe you owe me, you work for me, you you do this for me. And when I tell you to sit down after you've been in the field all day, you sit down and be quiet. That's what Phil Jackson just said as far as I'm concerned. And he can kick rocks. And everything that Jalen Rose and Shannon Sharp said in terms of responding to that ignorant comment, Truth Nation, how do you feel? Yeah. Well, let us know. I, I, I tell you what, first off, I, I thought it was so inappropriate for him to mock. Now, he first said, well, I really stopped watching when they did that little thingy down there in, in Orlando. And then uh, we thought it was cute when they said, uh, you know, injustice grabs the rebound and, and equal opportunity dribbles up the court. That's ignorant because – their names were still on the back of their jerseys alongside these messages. So that part, I think you're really, you're really just trying to be facetious and almost, uh, not almost, you're making a mockery of the people that risked their lives to go down to this bubble. At that particular time, no one knew what was going on and if basketball could even resume after it was shut down. That's number one. Number two, it's not that far-fetched for this comment to come out of Phil Jackson's mouth because, if you recall, history has a way of repeating itself, but you just got to pay attention to it. When Phil Jackson was the president and head coach of the New York Knicks, uh, there was a certain player by the name of LeBron James that was a free agent the same year he went to Miami. He was being courted by the Knicks and everybody else, of course. And Phil Jackson says, yeah, I'm just not sure if LeBron and his posse will be a a good fit here in New York. He used the word posse. And he was referring to Rich Paul, who has become one of the most influential agents in all of sports. Maverick Carter, who helped LeBron start his production company. All of these posse members are very successful businessmen that were LeBron James's friends before his success and has remained his friends and his close brothers throughout his journey. So for Phil to say that, this is something that he has always felt. And the last thing I'm going to say about this, and and um, in terms of the politics of it, he spoke of Bill Bradley becoming a senator and other baseball players and other professional athletes have gone on to have political careers. Uh, please tell me what ethnicity all of these former players are. 
Oh, okay. White, white men. Oh, I'm white sorry. Men. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't quite know that. Uh, because last time I checked, the first black former athlete that they were trying to really push was Herschel Walker this past year uh, to be the senator I- <laughs> in Georgia. I'm sorry. Every time I hear his name, I just start laughing. What a joke. But go ahead. Yeah. And, and even though. What a joke. And what was so crazy, he's running in Georgia because he played for the University of Georgia, but he lived in Texas. But that's a whole other thing. But anyway, my point is, Phil Jackson is who he is. He's always been that way. And he has become one of the most decorated coaches ever based off of him coaching two of the greatest players to ever play the game in Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And so uh, last time I checked, he didn't win any championships with Larry Bird or uh, any white players. And, and for him to be so critical of black players at times and the league as a whole, who was trying for, for change since the sixties to actually be involved in what was going on in society, but a lot to unpack with that Phil Jackson comments and and, and, oh, we got uh, a lot and of, response. We got a lot of things coming in on the talk and text lines. Yes. When we come back. We're gonna we're gonna read some of this stuff. But I will say this before we go to break. And Truth Nation, please call in, text, let us know how you feel. Your voice is valuable. It deserves to be heard because we got people from all walks of life that listen to this show. And one of the things that we do here on the Truth Be Told show is provide exposure and awareness. A lot of folks get it from the outside. You getting it right here from the people that are mostly impacted. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about why this is so hurtful to our community. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new 1017 The Truth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I just it just never fails. You know, I I'm just trying to demonstrate human decency every day when I get even though I know that as soon as I leave my front door, depending on where I go, there are a number of people that see me before I even open my mouth to speak, regardless of what kind of car I drive, what kind of clothes I have on. I am regarded as less than insignificant. And, you, you know, I, I share with you, tell you all the time, the airport never fails. I, I just I get reminded every time I fly. And so then when I when I read this or hear this interview and the transcript from the interview. With Phil Jackson, where he says that he has not watched the NBA since the bubble. And that was during covid when the NBA played games solely in the bubble and as we all know during the pandemic was when the George Floyd murder the video of George Floyd's murder went viral and during this time the country the world responded as human beings the majority of the world and this country responded that this cannot happen you cannot murder somebody 
and try to use things like, oh, he wrote a bad check or, oh, I smelled marijuana. There was marijuana in his blood to justify killing him when you know you killing him. So when Phil Jackson says things like they even, and I quote, this is from Phil Jackson, former NBA coach. They even, they, first of all, who is they? They even had, not us, not we, not our, but they. They even had slogans on the floor and the baseline. It was trying to bring a certain audience to the game, and they didn't know it was turning other people off. Who are these other people? People, according to Phil Jackson, and I quote, want to see sports as non-political. So if, if supremacy <laughs> were a person... It would be Phil Jackson. And let me give you the definition. This is the textbook definition of the word supremacy. Because I don't I don't like to use words. And then, you know, somebody says, oh, you need to use it in the wrong context. No, let me let me just read the definition. The quality or state of having more power, authority or status than anyone else. The state of being supreme. And these comments that came out of Phil Jackson's mouth which is a reflection of how he truly feels, was a demonstration of supremacy. I am better than you. And his whole trajectory has been in authoritative roles where he served as the coach, where he made millions. Telly, we all know that growing up in the 90s, there were two teams that you saw in hip-hop. I'll just say pop culture. The Raiders, at the time, Los Angeles. Los Angeles Raiders and Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Stop me if I'm lying. Those were the two teams that just were magnified and represented pop culture. And both of those teams, one NFL being the, at the time, L.A. Raiders and the Chicago Bulls were dominating, dominating pop culture and were made up of black men. I agree. I agree. I'm tired of having these conversations where I got to defend the fact that, and Telly, I, I promise I'm, I'm just going to wrap this up. But this is why I'm so upset about this. It's because it's as if when people say, just, and they did to LeBron, just shut up and play. Yeah. We don't wake up in the morning <laughs> with the same, the same desires that you have are the same desires that we have. We want to wake up in the morning. We want to go to work. We want to provide for our family. We want to come home, have a nice meal, talk to our family. We do all that. See, some people think that we we just, you know, we either play basketball or we entertain people. Because I tell you this, Telly, and I'm going to be quiet after I say this. People will come to me all the time. Are you ready for this? They will come to me all the time. Now, you can go to my website and you can see the whole scope of what I do as a professional. Very rarely am I regarded as a CEO. Very rarely am I regarded as a subject matter expert, but nine times out of 10 when people, and this is people that look like me too, they will come to me and say, Denise, you show is a great MC. Denise, you, you, man, you are the life of the party. Denise, you know how to entertain. You know how to keep people excited, but you, ne- you rarely say anything about my intellect. Yeah. It's like certain demographics. It's okay when we're singing, we're dancing, we're playing on the field, making everybody else laugh, making everybody else millions of dollars. But as soon as we have a voice, we're punished for it. And it's it's usually, Telly, a reaction. Yes. 
And, and, and here's the thing, Janice, and that's why I am such a proponent of learning your history. Because if you don't learn from your history, it's bound to repeat itself. And when people talk about or the the they that we're going to refer to, they want their sports without politics until it affects them, meaning wasn't a big deal, but soon as Colin Kaepernick started kneeling, it was, oh, you're disrespecting our vets. You're disrespecting the flag. And uh, even Donald Trump said, you know, they should kick them the hell out of the league and, and all this and all that, right? Okay. And what ended up happening with Colin Kaepernick? It basically cost him his career because – he was kneeling about something that people do not still want to give attention to, and that's police brutality, right? Okay, so Colin Kaepernick wasn't even the first one. If you go back, there is a player, an NBA player. His name was Chris Jackson. He changed his name to Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, and he became uh, – uh, I mean, he was a great NBA player. And so what he would do during the national anthem, he would pray. That was a problem. He ended up getting kicked out of the league. So when they were like, oh, you can't pray while everybody else is listening to the national anthem. So he would go back to the locker room. Then that became a problem. And then next thing you know, he was out of the league. Another guy you should look up is Craig Hodges. Same thing. He became a Muslim, played for the Chicago Bulls, three-point champion, three-point contest champion. Became a Muslim, never heard about Craig Hodges again. So my oh, point well, is Muhammad Ali. Muhammad yeah. Ali, who is known as the greatest athlete yeah. of all time. He was born as Cassius Clay. He changed his name to Muhammad Ali. He refused to be drafted into the military based on his religious beliefs and ethical opposition. But you know what's funny? As I read that out loud, remember there were certain athletes, I ain't going to say no names, initials AR, that were saying, I'm not going to be vaccinated because that goes against my personal beliefs. What no problem. See, that's the thing. You got to understand this. When you have been throughout your entire life just wanting to do the right thing, and as soon as you leave your house, you're either unheard disregarded, minimalized, abused, physically and emotionally. This is just from leaving my front door. And somebody had text on the Truth Talking text line telling that this is coming from a personal experience. I don't know who you are. I don't know what your ethnicity or race is or gender, but I do know one thing. This is not personal. I've had personal experiences, yes, but this is, this is a, a, a disease that impacts so many black people in this country. We all have personal experiences with racism. And, and again, I've said this before. As a black woman, that's like being black twice in this country. Twice. So it, it's, it's, it's real. And Phil Jackson is just another example of people who, oh, now that you're retired, now you want to say that? Do you think Phil Jackson telling, I'm asking, this is not a rhetorical question. Do you think based on what you know of Phil Jackson, do you think he would have made that comment if he were still coaching? Absolutely not. Absolutely Why? not. Because you're not going to mess up your bread and butter. I mean, that was one of the reasons why Phil Jackson became the coach that he was. Because what could he do? He could manage these personalities. He can manage, 
these these high egos and he was the zen master and he brought people together and and basically to me that was just saying that he knew how to quote unquote tame or control the big black vicious terrorist there black you man. Go. But okay, so- I mean, but he was looked upon as this this you know this this Zen master, and he is just so calm. He brought people together. He would read this day and the other. But even if you look at Phil Jackson's playing career, Phil Jackson was one of the biggest hippies. Uh, playing in the NBA during the 70s. So, I mean, just go check oh, so him out. so he was one of those. Like, oh, he yeah. Had, he had the long hair. And Ch- check him out. Little ch- ch- check okay. him out. That's why I, I always will. say it's Actually, always you know what good to, look, to, to learn people's history because they'll have a tendency to repeat itself because here's the saddest part about all of this. We just heard this. How many people are walking around thinking about this and not saying it? But – we want to hear from you, Truth Nation. 833-212-1017. Hit us up. Let us know what you think about Phil Jackson's comments about the NBA and him no longer watching it after making millions upon millions of dollars from the NBA as well as becoming an 11-time NBA champion as far as being a player and a coach. More on the other side of the break. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Are you looking for an opportunity to be better? within the Milwaukee community? Do you want to develop your skills for a career or job? City Year Milwaukee is recruiting for its 14th cohort of AmeriCorps members. City Year is hiring, that's right, hiring young adults ages 18 through 25 to serve their amazing scholars in Milwaukee public schools. This opportunity allows you to serve your community and gain professional development which will always allow you to enter the workforce. Your next educational journey or even stay with City Year for a second year of service. Visit cityyear.org to connect with their local recruiters and learn how to apply. Thank you so much for tuning in to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We've had an incredible dialogue this morning. I had fun, Telly, talking about the Met Gala. <laughs> and I appreciate you indulging me because I know you could care less. So you did such a great job. See, you're such a good co-host with me. That's why I love you. Look, I, I told you during the break that, you know, when it comes to fashion, it's like you at sports. Like, you know, there's there's a right. somewhat of a disconnect, but I'll, I'll lean on you on those things that I'm not that real diverse in. And, and you know what? Just, just to clarify – Sports meaning baseball. Yeah. Uh, not too not too good in, in basketball, but you best believe come August preseason. Oh, you really dun 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 She's gonna be coming in. Dun, yeah, dun, tell dun, you on dun. that third and eight. I mean, they were tripping. What, what? was that play? <laughs> and I quote my son. My son, he's like, Mama, you do not he said, Mama, you may not be the best person at sports, but you know football. You know your team, you know your bears. Cause you be look, during the NFL draft, 
this week or this past week, you would have thought I was a GM. I was taking notes. I was like, okay, so now we've got the ninth pick in this round that we need this offensive line. <laughs> oh, just, yeah, I was we on just, it. We just traded our first-round pick, Look, and we traded down. I was down like, Justin and... Fields ain't going to have to run as much this season. <laughs> We're going to have some support. Yeah, I was on it. I am on it. Um, up. <laughs> and then we were, of course, talking about God, I don't even know. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the better person. I'm gonna actually indulge. I'm gonna embrace Michelle Obama's. When they go low, you go high. This time, Telly, because usually when they go low, I go lower. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna take the Michelle Obama, first lady Michelle Obama approach, and I'm going to not call Phil Jackson an idiot. I'm not gonna call him a jerk. I'm not gonna call him racist. I'm not gonna call him privileged. I'm just going to say Phil Jackson. I can't wait. Has he been inducted into the Hall of Fame yet? I want to say he has, but let me I'll I'll check real fast. Can we fact check that cuz I'm like I hope that he doesn't have to <laughs> be around black people anytime in the near future. Cuz if he I mean you know let me not say that because there are some people in both the black and African American community that may support and agree with Phil Jackson in terms of basketball being too political and Athletes should just play the game and shut up. So let me not make a monolithic statement and speak for all black people. Truth Nation, how do you feel? Do you agree with Phil Jackson? Do you do you agree that basketball or professional sports, whether it's the NFL, MLB, NBA, hockey, is it becoming too political? Should the athletes just shut up and play the game? He he is in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Yes, Telling? he is in the Hall all of right. Fame. Yep. Yeah, that figures. as a coach, he, look, not as a player, like, but as a coach. Well, yeah. So, Truth Nation, our Truth Talking text line is eight three three two one two one zero one seven. How do you feel? Is Phil Jackson out of order for saying what he said, or is it quite all right what he said? I I agree. I think I don't agree. I'm just saying your thoughts may be I agree, etc. Now. Craig on the Truth Talking text line says, DT, no. You call a spade a spade in these days? No, it's best to keep it real. Does that mean you agree, Craig, with Phil Jackson or you disagree? No, I think I think Craig wants you to like snap off and really say oh, okay. what he And then he says and then call them out on all their yeah. mess. That's why I'm here, Craig. Yeah. This is the truth. This is truth be told. Look, okay? and let's and let's go to the Truth Talking text line 833-212-1017. Mike you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Mike, what's your question or comment about Phil Jackson? Yeah, this security, Mike, man. You know, security, uh, I mean, uh, Phil Jackson was my guy. And I've been hearing that. Uh, he around all these black players, just like a lot of other ex-coaches, white ex-coaches and whites, period. I think they're just tired of It's just, just sad to see a lot of young brothers out here getting this money, playing this ball, just like Eddie called the show in reference to uh, about all these blacks out here and this and that. They, they tired of watching the game now. Back in the day, it wasn't a problem when we were breaking through, and it was mainly white players playing. It wasn't a problem then. Now it seems like it's a problem. I just, I just don't understand Phil Jackson. You know, i am always been a life, lifelong Bucks fan, and, but back in the day, I was riding with the Bulls because of Phil Jackson, Jordan, Pippen. Horace Grant and all those guys. And now it's just like, I, I don't understand it. They just don't like to see these young brothers out here just t- taking over and getting this money. That's how I feel. And they're true racism, not all whites, but it's, it's, it's coming out. It's- 
sustained, and then we, we see all these young black brothers out here getting. Mike, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for your comment. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing your perspective. We appreciate you. And it's it's disheartening for me as well. On the Truth Talking text line, we also now have Oliver. Oliver, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 101.7 FM. The Truth, what is your comment or question? Um. Okay, so I didn't see the Phil Jackson. I literally just got to work not too long ago. Um. Like you said, growing up, I'm I'm in my 40s, so I come from that era where, you know, during the 90s, it was just, you know, you had the triple threat, Jordan, Pippen, and, you know, and Scotty. Scotty, Jordan, and, uh, um, ah, what's his other name? Um, I, I forgot, but, um, but, but anyway, I think that, um, that the sports are mostly, it's literally, you can kind of tell it's dominated by a lot of blacks. Um, I think that a lot of people, especially with today, kind of speaking up on issues, and they just don't like it, um, that's, which is unfortunate. But I think as far as black people, we need to speak more on our spending, as far as, like, speak with our wallets more. That way, if enough of us just kind of do that, like, you know what, I'm good, you know, then they might hear us more. Because then if it hit them where it hurts, then – They'll hear us more about, you know, more of the concern. But I haven't heard what, but uh, from what I'm hearing, from what you guys are saying, that's uh, yeah, it's not a good move on his part. Well, Oliver, the great thing is because you missed it, you can always go back and listen by downloading the Truth Be Told podcast. And it's sponsored by Gruber Law Offices on multiple platforms. You can hit up Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So if you missed it, Oliver, go back. It's worth listening to Phil Jackson's interview with Rick Rubin on his podcast. He talked about how he did not watch the NBA anymore since the bubble in 2020 because of the messages on the back of their jerseys as well as the slogans on the floor. He wasn't feeling it. And uh, once again, you can always, Truth Nation, we always try to remind you that you can listen to all of our shows, uh, Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Just download the app. Is the easiest thing to do. The town, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What's your question or comment? How you doing? Great. Fantastic. Hey, Phil Jackson always been a fraud. He's always been a fraud. That stuff that y'all be buying from him about the Zen Master, now he was. Now, he was a big hippie. He was a big hippie back in the day, and I understand that. But if you notice, though, from the people of that era, the hippies of the 60s or whatever like that, they're like the old bosses and the CEOs now. So you see how they done done changed their outlook on life once they done got some money. All right, let's talk about, like, him and the bulls or whatever like that, you know. Like when he's when he's with the Bulls, he started all this um seeing like he the Zen master or whatever like that. But that was just the way that was just the way to um to um you know what I'm saying, to frame the story of how good this team was because it's a good it's a seventy two win team and they needed a story to go behind. Look at look at him look at um Phil Jackson on how he act with Shaq and Kobe to see what type of person this guy is. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can look back over his career and and point to a lot of things that led to these comments. So, like I said before. He met met, met a fraud. He met a fraud, bro. Yeah. Appreciate the the call. The town always appreciate you listening in and chiming in. Uh, We're going to hit one more caller before we go to break. Bob, you on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What's your question or comment? How you doing? Uh, Uh. You know, uh, what what I feel like with Michael Jordan, I love Michael Jordan no matter what, but now I kind of see things. I know now kind of how Chicago is, although I love Chicago. You know, when they ask me uh, or they ask the crowd, who's the GOAT, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? And I said, I love Michael Jordan more, but, uh, LeBron has to be the GOAT because he involved himself in black matters, wearing a hat, you know, that hoodie or whatever. And so I said, I have to go with LeBron. And when Michael Jordan owned the team, Phil Jackson should have said, uh, I won't play for, for, for Michael Jordan because he made me so famous by having six championships, but he didn't. I always wondered. Now I know. Yeah, and there it is. To, to your point, I. so here's the thing. With the whole who's the greatest of all time as far as the NBA, to me, it's generational. So depending on which generation that you really, really got into basketball, it could be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It could be Magic Johnson. It could be Michael Jordan. It could be Kobe Bryant. It's all it's all generational. And I think what relates to my generation the most in terms of saying or regarding Michael Jordan as the greatest is because he, to me, was the first black athlete to have that level of endorsements. I mean, we saw it with O.J. Simpson, you know, in the NFL. But as far as basketball – in terms of commercializing it and really helping athletes make a whole lot of money, like what Shaq is doing now and, you know, LeBron, that all started to me with Michael Jordan. So for that, now I am curious, and I know we got to take a break. I'm curious, and I my, my instinct is going to say no, but I'm curious to whether Michael Jordan will make a statement, a public statement about or react to what Phil Jackson said, but just based on previous experience with Michael Jordan, it's probably not going to happen. Not. Scotty? Maybe Dennis Rodman, maybe Michael Jordan. I doubt it. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 101.7 FM. The Truth, when we come back, we're going to close out with a recap and then get you ready for what we're going to bring to y'all during tomorrow's show. We'll be back. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You already know, before we wrap up, it's that time of the show, Telly. All right, all right. Back, back then, <laughs> didn't want me, now I'm hot. They all on me, Truth Nation. If you have a back then, didn't want me, now they hot, they all on me moment, let us know. I'm still cracking up. I think it was Westlake. <laughs> He went from $25 an hour to $65 an hour. And even the pets 
rubbing on him differently. <laughs> we all have it. We all have that moment where somebody, you know, they try to play you like you was just nobody and you didn't came up like we all do. We didn't have that come up moment. And now they either in your DMs or they're hitting you up. I love it when I get the, I'm so proud of you. I see you. I bet you do. But guess what? You say, you see now me because I'm out here. Okay. But now you got to buy a ticket to the show. No green room access for you, baby. I'll give you a 10% discount code. How about that? Truth Nation, we love you so much. Telly, thank you for always, always being a brother from another mother. Benjamin. We know you're going to hold it down. We got Sherwin Hughes coming up. Until tomorrow, same time, same channel. Thank you. Make it a great day. We love you so much. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, and we'll be back tomorrow morning, Lord willing. Have a great day. Peace out. Why? Ain't nobody black running but crack curves, so why I got to register? I'm taking a better stuff to do with my time. Never smelled the aroma of the poma, but I write the deep best. Rhyme, so let me take y'all way back to women jamming say the southwest the last of a y'all could not tell me nothing thought i hit that bottom rock at age 13 start working at that loading dock they laying my mama off the work general motor stripping but i come home back like hank from licking and dipping doing dumb things not knowing what i know now yeah that petty stuff will have you cased up and locked down i dip over to these points still acting a fool wasting my time in the school i'd rather be shooting pool.